Is it happening? Is this really? It's happening. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and we are here for a very special birthday edition with Lane Abbott and Brianne Ifford. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> You're so scared. It became real. It just got real. <laughs> this shit just got real. I am so excited to have you both here, and it's Lane's birthday. Woo-woo. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. That's okay, that's all you're getting. I love it. <laughs> and today is your birthday. It is, Fantastic. yes. Fantastic. So we celebrated with a feast at Long Wong's in Phoenix. Uh, we had all of the food, including some delicious wings. <laughs> uh, but first, let's figure out who are you two and how do you know each other? <laughs> Lane, you go first. We're nothing monumental, but it's okay. Oh my it's gosh. Fine. <laughs> I beg to differ. So I am Lane. Um, I, I, what are you wanting to know specifically? Oh, just introduce yourself. Who are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Lane. Um, <laughs> Brienne's my wife. Oh, you're married. Yeah. That's how you know each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew that because I was at your wedding. Yeah. I'm so uh, glad you were there. It was lovely. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself, please, Brienne? Yeah, I'm Bree. I'm Lane's wife. That is my only label, apparently. Yep, that's it. <laughs> That's it. That was very anti-feminist of you. Wait a second. I am wife of Lane. <laughs> Off Lane. If we were in the handmaid's style. <laughs> that got dark really quick. Oh my god. Oh my we have different last names. It's you fine. Do. Oh. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, that has I thought you yet. did the hyphen. Yeah, I mean not formally. It's unofficial. But... It's oh, Facebook okay. official. Oh, but it's Facebook. unofficial. Yeah. Okay. Well if it's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. we make it work. I mean yeah. <laughs> who's gonna argue, right? Yeah. That's right. No one's asking for a marriage license, you know. It's fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> Except We're the very insurance people. people. The it's insurance okay. people ask for it. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're really good about that. Yeah. yeah. Also, if I'm like trying to take out money of our joint bank account or something like that, yeah. It's like, who are you? They're like, yeah. sir, sir. She's thinking of my ADHD <laughs> medication. She's like, ma'am, I can't, I can't give that to you. Like, okay. Did, wait, <laughs> you had me at joint bank account. Oh yeah. What's that like? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> We've had a joint bank account since like. We met. Yeah, <laughs> we have. Yeah. My parents didn't know that, but now they do. Hi, mom and dad. Hey. <laughs> hey. This ain't your parents' podcast. It's and that's fine. so funny. Like, I'm I'm 41, and I'm just starting to tell my parents about times I had parties at their houses, <laughs> and you guys are telling them about the joint bank account that you guys got when you were young. Right? So real. <laughs> oh, you were living on the edge. <laughs> Yeah, they know. <laughs> we <We're> first <game. laughs> Well, what a fantastic couple. I love Brianne and Lane, and I've known you for a couple of years now because we work together. Um, but our friendship and the things that we do kind of really extend beyond that. Um, you guys have been big supporters of my comedy career, and <laughs> I've been big supporters of your love. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> that sounds really weird. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's cool. <laughs> uh, but they are two fascinating people, so I'm really excited to get to spend some time with them. And like I said, we went to Long Wongs. What did you think about Long Wongs? And just the name is great. Man, those barbecue wings were good. And that pizza was good, too. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. We should start calling this pizza with friends because um, I, more often than not, get pizza with my wings a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or pizza and wings with friends. Pizza and wings. Yeah. I just loved it, though, because it was just such a fun atmosphere. Oh, my God. It's it crazy in there. There's just like, so much to stare at. It's like an ice spy book, and I love it. We saw that 80s stereo. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, the it was 80s good. stereo that we all had. Yeah. We were talking about the five-disc changer. The five-disc changer. <laughs> the two cassette players. Yeah. Did you see the sign that said, music used to be free? Or no, something like I that didn't. on the radio. Yeah, there's a little sign next to it, and it's like, music used to be free, and you can just get it on the radio <laughs> or something. We like that five disc changer. Mm-hmm. What was in your five disc changer? Oh, I had, um, I had like, what, what did I have? Like, NSYNC, Britney Spears. I had Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. Backstreet Boys. Oh, I always pretended that, that like... I was a Backstreet Boy at, at heart. Yeah, that so was... that, to me, sounds like circa 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How old were you? Oh. Um, seventh grade. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was turning 21. There you go. We're youngins. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah, I'm a little older than you. I was turning 21... I was driving a Mitsubishi Eclipse, and I was rocking all that music, like driving. <laughs> and I was dancing around in my bedroom with no car. Like, like when is my life going to start? Right. Did you guys ever wonder that when you were that age? Like, when is my life going to start? All yeah. the time. It's weird once it started, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, mine started as soon as I got out of that crap town, Effingham. <laughs> Where are you from? Effingham, Illinois. 
Effingham? The big It's cross. literally called Effingham. Yes. <laughs> F- yes, it is. Yep. Effingham. Yes. It's terrible. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I've never, I never put that together, ever. No? Oh, no, I didn't. I, did I it. feel like I said that at the breakfast buffet last week, and I was like, give me some effing ham in that omelet. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Effingham, Illinois. <laughs> Effingham, Illinois. Where are you from? Decatur, Illinois. And then where did you meet? We met at uh, Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. Oh. So we both went to school out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is so sweet. What year was that? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know my life in years. <laughs> 2013. I don't know my life in years. It was 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because we met you a little bit later on. Um, she kind of jumped into our friend group, and we met her. Um, and then that that's around when we it became friends. Because I came back to school. Yeah. 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 It was 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Good times. <laughs> Reminiscing. Trying to remember the years. It's fine. It's cool. No, I, I think about where I am or was during those times, too. And so um, so it kind of helps me. That's I always think, um, when I hear 99, I remember my driver's license said 21 mm. and 99. And then everybody was freaking out about Y2K. And then 99 was also a really good year for music. Um, so there was a lot of good songs, and that narrated my life around that time. So music, graduating high school and college, you know, all of those mm-hmm. things kind of do that. Oh, so yeah. enough about me, though. More about you. So you're married, mm-hmm. and you guys celebrated this spring your one-year anniversary. Yep. Yes. Okay. And um, that's exciting. And to be, like, married so young, I mean, how do you – tell me about that because I have no idea. <laughs> do you just go, I want to be with you? Or I want a joint checking account forever with you? <laughs> well, it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, we both were dating each other's best friends. And we were both in the same friend group. And we we saw each other. We kind of knew we liked each other. It was complicated. Wait, how did you know you liked each we other? We knew. There were, there were looks. No, no, no. you got to start from the beginning. So I had a girlfriend and Lane had a girlfriend. And those two girls were friends in high school. In Chicago. So when they went to college, we all were at the same college. And so that's how we met each other, through our girlfriends. Okay. Yes. Did they get pissed when you two got together? They sure did. Yes, yes. they did. We actually <laughs> lost all our friends. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the drama. <gasps> but we... you can't stop it if yeah. you're in love, right? Mm-hmm. People are, I've, oh, I've been yeah. on the other side of that where, hey, if these people were meant to be, you're getting lost in the fire. Mm-hmm. Or however you want to put it. It was a beautiful decision for both of us. I think we were both in toxic ends of our relationship. Oh. We started dating both of our girlfriends around the same time. Mm-hmm. We were with them for about two and a half years. Yep. And we were hitting, what, our junior year of college, and we were, we were done. We, we were getting into our senior year, and we were, we were both, we both kind of knew just as friends. We were starting to get a little bit closer together. I was hanging out with her a little bit more. And then finally, you know, when my girlfriend went home for the summer, I was hanging out with her and her girlfriend, and we were like, one night, I think I like you. And oh. she's like, I like you too. And it was done. And my girlfriend was sleeping in the room next to us. And she <gasps> when was When we really were confessing salty. these love. Yeah. love. Oh, my God, yeah. that was crazy. I picture you, like, with a blanket over and a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, it, and it was, it was like a lot that. like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. camp? Was, yeah. So cute. Yeah. Uh, unless you're the girl in the other room who was, like, She was like, kind of salty. Like, she was I away. would be, too. Uh, yeah, she was pretty salty. <laughs> But, again, nobody thinks about that part of it when it's like, oh, but they got married, so you can't get mad, you know? We were really serious. There's a lot of guys I lost to what ended up being their wife, and I'm just like, well, if they're meant to be, there's nothing, you know, you're just collateral damage. Mm. Sorry, I'm thinking about the other side too much. Okay, (laughs) so let me see if I can, um, let me see if I can understand this, and I apologize. uh, Help me understand or help me get it right. Did you identify as being a lesbian in college? Were you both lesbians or what? Tell me about that because I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, I, de- I definitely identified as a lesbian. Um, coming into college, I didn't, and I didn't really explore myself until college because I, I came from a small town. It's like I didn't the appropriate really, place. I didn't to really see yourself. that kind of relationship happening, and I just didn't really fancy the thought much. But yeah. then in college, I did, and yeah, I kind of just ran into Lane and shit changed so <laughs> shit got real <laughs> Brian was actually the first person that I told that I was transitioning 
So um, when I was going through high school, I identified like secretively as bisexual. Uh-huh. Got to college, identified as a lesbian for my freshman year. Um, I got kicked out of my house. Um, so I had to drop out of school for a year and then that's when I came back and met Brienne. Um, and I uh, slowly started, I, I got really depressed around that time. It was, it was a really hard time for me. Um, just not having my family around and then also just dealing with uh, you know my sexuality and dealing with my gender dysphoria. So finally, I just decided at the end of one year, I was actually not dating her yet, but we were still friends and I she was the first person I told. And I was like, hey, Brienne, like, I, I think I'm gonna go by Lane now. And she was like, cool, sounds good. And I'm like, that was it. What and, did you go by before? Um, so my, my birth name, um, which some people refer to as a dead name, um, is Elena. So oh. um, what I did is I just did the lane part yeah. in the middle, but I added a Y instead of an I. And yeah. then that's just what I did. And it was That's easier beautiful. for everybody. So yeah, no, I, it was it was really good to have that support. So that is really wonderful. And yeah, I can imagine or I can't even imagine like how that must feel, like in not having your family in the sports system. Thank God you had Brienne. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me think about young people today and like I hope that as people get more Um, like aware and just woke and knowledgeable that young people aren't having as hard of a time with these decisions. I mean, I'm sure they still are, but like these kind of stories kind of build that foundation, I imagine. Absolutely. Being an advocate for people, uh, before I started working at uh, Jones, I was a behavioral health technician. So I worked with, um, I did gender therapy with people, with groups, and then also individually with adolescents. So it is so important to be able to share those stories and be that support system for them. So, um, I mean, you've been so helpful uh, just helping me get through um, what I was going through. And when I transitioned, that's around the time we started dating. And mm-hmm. I mean, even for a while, I mean, like deciding on getting on hormones and then leading into my top surgery when I started working at Jones, like I didn't even know that I was going to be able to do that oh. until I figured out like what our benefits were. And, and it just all happened so fast. And she's been there for that whole ride. Yeah. So I it's, saw it's Lane been, as Elena and yeah, now Lane. It was a complete flip of the script. Okay. So Brianne, and forget again. I'm 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 trying to be careful because I I want to be as respectful as I can and make sure. sure I'm like honoring your stuff. So if you identified as a lesbian and now mm-hmm. and now Lane is a man, mm-hmm. um, like how does that change? I'm mean, obviously it doesn't because you're married, but like <laughs> does that change anything or is it become like the it's the person or tell me more about that? Yeah. So it is the person for me. Um. So I guess that technically puts me as pansexual. Oh. Um, I will say I generally just find women attractive, yeah. but I do love. We'll be playing. watching Game of Thrones, and we'll be looking at some. Daenerys <laughs> is my. Is I know, my crush, and, and like, we're both on the same page. <laughs> I think that's one of the perks, though. Like you know, like I identify as straight. Like I identify as yeah. being interested in women only. Mm-hmm. So like with her being pan, like we definitely embrace as a relationship, like that dynamic with each other. We respect that just because you're with me doesn't mean that you don't you're not attracted to women anymore. Like oh, that's not mm-hmm. a thing, you know. Interesting. I mean, Daenerys is really hot. Like yeah, I think we all wish we could either be her or be with her or, or something. <laughs> but the show is just so sexy anyway. Oh, yeah. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole thing. And I just like want to be Jon Snow, but it's fine. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's fine. It's like my spirit animal. <laughs> it's on, fine. Like, the fur- I heard that they made his. <laughs> I don't have a fur coat. <laughs> no, I heard that they made that coat by um, IKEA rugs. What? They dyed IKEA rugs to make that. You're thing. joking. That's yeah, so no. you could do this. You My could God. do. We got this. A Halloween next year, Daenerys oh, and Jon Snow, ready. And then you Brought like his dagger. Can't wait. Uh, oh. We haven't watched the rest of it. We have one more season left. Oops. It's okay. We've Spoiler already, alert. I've already Googled it's everything. Fine. It's so fine. It's okay. You can't. You can't keep. You can't. We've been cheating at Googling. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. So do you find like labels as helpful or just not helpful in this in this stage? Because you said, well, and I guess technically I'm pan. Um, do you find labels helpful or, or um, no? Or you're like, I don't like labels. I mean... I think it helps people try to work through it in their own minds when they're trying to figure out, well, how does that work? How do you guys work? What does that look like? But I think, you know, personally for me, it just really doesn't matter. Like, you can call me whatever you want, but, I mean, it's going to be the same me at the end of the day. Right. (laughs) So the label is really just a means to have a language around it. Yep. Instead of, like, hold on, i got to pull up my pants. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm so full. (laughs) Those wings, man. They were good. 
<laughs> we'll talk about the wings. Um, okay, so that's really cool, and I think it's that's really beautiful too. I'm glad. I mean, I'm I'm glad it all worked out the way it did, mm-hmm. and you guys are married, and you know, doing a bunch of adult things and thriving and inspiring mm-hmm. other people. What was the award you just won? And you got so much attention for it. Um, so <laughs> I, I say that like I'm jealous. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I am jealous. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I just got the Diversity Leader Award from the DLA Conference. And then earlier this year, I got the Inclusion Ambassador Award for Edward Jones. Oh, I've gotten so, that, by the way. Yeah, the oh, Inclusion Ambassador. We're like at a club together. It's, yes. It doesn't go away. It carries with you. Um, what's DLA? Um, it is the Diversity Leadership Alliance in Phoenix. So, oh, so it was a Phoenix, like, grand? Yes. Oh, wow. Lots of businesses come together. Um, Edward Jones also won an award. Uh, for being the large-scale company for Inclusive Award, and then they had, like, a nonprofit, and then they had uh, a smaller company, and then they gave three awards. Uh, Brienne was actually also nominated, so <gasps> oh, that was exciting, too. Oh, were but you kind of pissed? Yeah, Lane win always it. wins over me. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, that's not true, but that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> that's really great, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so fantastic, and I think what impresses me so much is you are so young, and just think of the things that you're going to do and win when you're older, too, or from now till then, like, you so much runway and so much to influence and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud. Unstoppable. Yeah, we nice. Try. <laughs> what what is uh, uh, a couple of people say the power couple? That's what they call they call us. I don't know why, but uh. um, did you watch? Okay, so I I have always been fascinated or just what I've I've always bonded with my LGBTQ friends. Just because what I realize is that uh, we all have the same problems in the, t- in the sense of relationships. We're just all getting screwed over by some person who yeah. doesn't love us. <laughs> and I, I always love the show The L Word. I don't, did you guys watch mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So you would be like um, Jessica Biel, not Jessica Beals, um, the, never, that power couple. Shoot, I ruined this. Oh, it's okay. What's her name? Maybe you didn't watch it. I don't remember their names. I watched it so yeah, long ago. Yeah, it was a really long time ago. It was. Ago. Well, they're rebooting it. Oh. They are. The, uh, the, the, the scripted one. Oh, okay. Not the reality oh. show. Oh. Oh, okay. I guess that's just it's not okay. as it's cool fine. as I thought. I it's thought it was okay. so cool. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. No, uh, but, you know, uh, like good shows, even like Game of Thrones, it's about characters and mm-hmm. relationships. And mm-hmm. if you have those two things... It, you know, it doesn't matter the show. It can be set in Westeros or it can be set in West Hollywood. And it's like, I'm hooked because these people are intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, all right. Fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great Sunday to do this. I love it. Isn't this a nice Sunday? It, we're just chilling. It's 2.30 almost. It's nice outside. We're not. Your parents aren't here. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> so, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no offense. It's fine. It's okay. So, what kind of wings did we have at Long Longs? <laughs> um, so, we had the lemon pepper ones, which I tried for the first time. They were really good. Um, the barbecue, and then you tried what? I had the bone out. <laughs> Boneless. <Yeah. laughs> yes. Wah, wah. Um, medium ones. You have such a tender voice. I'm sorry. Ryan. I'm going to turn Put you Put that up, up in your bit. face. <laughs> so, you had boneless, which... Yes. Generally is not allowed on this podcast. I'm sorry. Um, but we decided to just, I mean, it's Lane's birthday, you know. <laughs> and uh, we've also had honey barbecue and we've had lemon pepper already. We do it a lot. Um, so it's fine. We'll probably call this like barbecue. I don't to be know. fair, you did try one of the boneless. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you liked it. So and you did like it. I do like it. You know why? Because it's, <laughs> it's a lot less work. It is. It's That's just right. like eat, and you want to eat the sauce. I'm a lazy wanna, eater. That's what it is. You want to dip it <laughs> in a bunch of ranch. You don't have to like nibble around it. You don't have to risk any weird pieces of chicken. That's my. Yes. Pro- that was always yeah. my problem with wings is that you know you get the cartilage and the oh, pieces. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as we a wing podcast, yeah. you have to be a wing purist. Yeah. That's fair. Mm. So, so, so your favorite flavor is a is the honey barbecue or a barbecue flavor? Yeah, I liked I like the barbecue flavor. I really like the ones um, since we moved out here. That it's at the rehab burger. They oh. have burger rehab. The burger rehab. It's in Scottsdale mm-hmm. and um, in Old Town, and 
they have it's spicy pineapple coke barbecue and they mix it with their mild sauce. Why did and we it get is, that? It's awesome. so that good. didn't even come up, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. It's my and fault. And I need some new flavors. We'll have to go. Yeah, shoot. It's really good. It's a good place to go to. They have good wings. See, I've been sleeping on this podcast. I've been lazy about it. And, like, I'll just Uber Eats, you know, the same old flavors. But we still had a lot of really good food. Do you – so you like yours boneless. Mm-hmm. And do you have a preference between boneless and bone-in? I'm pretty open to it. Um, I'm like a trash can. I just eat everything. It's, <laughs> it's cool. uh, so, but, no, but I do like I do like the bone-in. Um, and I also like um, – the ones that are flat. I don't. I don't okay. like the drumsticks. I'm not a big fan of them. Okay, so yeah. you do the the flats. I like the flats also. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Do you why? Do you know why? You there's like more them? meat on them. Yeah. And there's less of that weird crap you were talking about with the little hand motion. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> do you clean your wings then? Do you like clean them down to the bone, or do you just eat the, like the good bites and then let it go? Lane definitely cleans them. I clean them, <laughs> but the flat pieces <laughs> you usually clean them because they're good pieces. Yeah. Like, the drums, like, I'll eat, like, the bottom part, and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to bite into that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to never eat this again. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And, and that's a that's a big point on this podcast. Some people clean them up, um, and then others. And, and I've sat with people who are like, um, let me go back through those. And it's like, ooh, you must Ew. really like me. Like, pick, pick them back up. <laughs> it's like something your mom would ratchet. do, you know? Like. Yeah, that is ratchet. <laughs> that's yeah. ratchet. Man. Um... Or, no. oh, those are cute socks. Oh, thank you. Lane got them for me. Oh, my gosh. That's what's nice. If you have a husband, they buy you socks. Lane buys me everything. Oh. He does all my clothes shopping. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> the cooking and the cleaning. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. Is that, it, okay, I like that. <laughs> Does that. You just do that because that's how you are? Or do you, acts of service, is that your love language? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I, I'm, I'm kind of a mama's boy, so growing up with three brothers, I learned how to cook, I learned how to clean, like, that was just my thing. And growing up as a little girl, I mean, that was kind of the expectation, right? So, um, but with, with, with my family in particular, like, I just, I grew up loving those things. Like, my best memories are with cooking with my mom. Um, when, so when I, when I graduated, she hand wrote a cookbook of all these recipes for me. And we still have it. Do you so have like, pizza dough on the I don't, okay. but I make a mean chicken Alfredo. Oh, it's so it's homemade. It's homemade. From you guys scratch. have to invite me over oh my for gosh. that. Netflix and I'll bring Meryl's wedding. Perfect. Yeah, we got it. it. Oh my God. We need to do more. This homemade dates. Alfredo sauce is like the best cheese I've ever eaten in my She'll life. She'll buy yeah. like that dollar bread from Walmart. And just oh, yeah. Dip and it. just oh chunk gosh. it off and dip so it in good. there just all day long. I'm so ready. It's so I'm good. So yeah. <laughs> um, I love cooking and baking. That's it's fun. so sweet. Yeah. I like that. I want to learn. I want to know a good um, buttermilk biscuit recipe. Oh, I got one. Do you? I Because I think, okay, so my mom, I'm Mexican. My mom makes tortillas, and she can just make them like that. If I go, Mom, can you make some tortillas? You'll hear the rolling pin she's in there making. And it's it's a nice thing that does not cost you anything but time and effort. And I can you can give somebody a dozen tortillas, and it's like saying I love you. And you can eat for a couple days with these tortillas. You can make quesadillas. You can make burritos, breakfast burritos. Cool. You have homemade tortillas. I want to do that with biscuits, too, because I think it's another one of those things. Like, I made you some biscuits. <coughs> or, I, you know, make fun. biscuits and gravy. I mean, I should learn my mom's tortilla recipe, too. Yeah. I've never made tortillas in my life. I've always wanted to. Sounds like you probably could. I would really enjoy it. it. I've watched people do it, like, at some of the restaurants where they make it in front of you. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe someday. My mom, um, my mom might be able to teach you. I would like that. It's a simple recipe too, I guess. It's just like flour, oil, water, maybe yeah. some baking soda or something. Anyway, they're delicious though. I love food. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we had okay, so we had boneless, medium. We had lemon pepper. We had barbecue, and we got a pizza. <laughs> And the, the potato skin. The potato skin. Oh, those, those were potato good. skins. Those were good. <laughs> those bacon. were good. So yeah. I like potato skins, but I always feel like they need a lot of salt because it's just you're eating dried potatoes, yeah. even with yeah. all the toppings. The bacon helps with the salt, yeah. but I think it needed a little bit more, but that's okay. And then I want to dip it in ranch a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it needs a lot, but they're ta- those are good because you could tell they just make them right there. Mm-hmm. I always like potato skins or like fries with some of the barbecue sauce. Like, or like mm. the sauce that you use for the wings. Like, you mm-hmm. know how they have it at the bottom if you dip it in there? Oh, yeah. That's good. I remember going to this girl's house in college and, like, she, her in the freezer, because I was hungry, and she's like, well, my dad has these potatoes in the freezer, and it sounds like something he made in batches, and would, like, bake them, scoop them out, 
mix it with like spiced beef and cheese, put them <laughs> back in there, and then wrap them up and freeze them. And then it was like a grab it, like, oh, I'm hungry, let me heat this up. Oh, mm. cool. And I've always thought about that, the idea of having potatoes in the freezer that you could just, like, heat up. <laughs> I want that in my life. I love it. Maybe I'll work on that recipe. Okay, so, the, yeah, the food was really good at Long Wong's, and it was really eclectic. I felt like I was in Pee-wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Pee-wee's? It might have been yeah. before your time. But it was weird We're like that. Pee-wee's cool. Big Adventure. Heck, yeah. Well, he had a show, though, oh, yeah. on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Pee-wee's Playhouse. He always kind of scared me. <laughs> he is a little weird. He was weird. He's so cute. I love Paul Rubens. He was very Even sweet. though he got in trouble for masturbating in a theater, I think. Something like that. Yeah. That's probably why he was weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? The next year he went on the VMAs. He opened the VMAs, and he comes out, and he goes, heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> because everybody made fun of him so much for that. Oh so it was gosh. like a really cool, like, owning it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Taking it back. Yeah, back the VMAs, the Video Music Awards, when MTV used to have videos. I know, right? It would always open with something like that. It, I remember that's when uh, Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley came out and kissed awkwardly because they'd gotten married. Like, there was always something really shocking at the beginning. You're like, what? Like, that just happened. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I maybe I need to, yeah, just weren't there for that. <laughs> We are pretty old school. Yeah, we I'm come, sorry I keep from, age shaming. It's you. okay. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> so, well, she grew up with older siblings, and you know, my dad was always really old school. So, like, we grew up listening to really weird music, and you know, like, I mean, I know Jimi Hendrix, Van Halen, all that stuff. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so like the Bee Gees, like uh, weird, weird things. So, that is cool. Well, they're yeah. not weird. That's classic. I love it. It's yeah, fun. yeah, absolutely it's different. Some people don't know how to use like an eight track or anything like that, but you know, I've been, I've seen it. I've You've seen it. an eight track? Yeah, I don't know it. if I've ever used an eight track. Really? That's yeah, old. Yeah. I yeah, like tapes. They got some old stuff. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you have tapes or were you always seeing? Oh, I had tapes. I had a ton of tapes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And did and you make your own? I I never made my own. I never but made my I, own either. I knew how to. I watched my mom do it once, and then um, I we also had the crappy CD players with the batteries in the back uh-huh. with the huge headphones. Yeah. We would wait for like a song to come on the radio. <laughs> And then hit record. <laughs> so glad I didn't have to do that work. Right? <laughs> and nobody got time for that. I know. Exactly. I, you know, back then, too, the idea of collecting a bunch of CDs or DVDs was so cool to have this huge collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a couple times I moved, I'm like, what am I going to do with all these CDs? Like, I, don't, I can't throw them away. This is my childhood. But then it's all digital now, so I don't need it. We have hundreds of CDs. We have a whole... I mean, like, what, easily a 600-pack of CDs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and when we had our, our old cars, they didn't have a uh-huh. CD player. And I'm like, what? Like, and, and when we got our new car, I was like, we have to have a CD player. Like, that is the one requirement. I, that was the first thing I would get anytime I got a new car was, like, go get a good stereo yeah. so I could play my CDs. Awesome I love the jams. Mine were all scratched, though, so that's why I probably should just throw <laughs> them away because I, I never took good care of them. <laughs> I'd throw them. <laughs> I'm looking at these cabinets, and I'm like, oh, don't open those cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> just Please CDs. pour out. DVDs, yeah. <laughs> Not in cases or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look. No, just, just, so, okay, so do you... Do, are, are you wing lovers in your real life? Like, do you eat wings, like, if you were not on a wing podcast? Yes. Yeah, we, we like Borrow's wings. Borrow's wings are we so good. We do that a lot. Yeah. Do you get Borrow's pizza, too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's like, let's get some wings. It goes great with pizza. Pizza and wings. I love pizza. It's a thing. Pizza. It's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. I mean, and that's why the podcast is like, you know, it's a good thing. It like brings people together. You know, it's like, let's hang out and have some wings and watch yeah. whatever. Or, yeah. Those are the best nights. Like, after a long day of work, like, you know, you go home and you're like, let's order some pizza and let's have some wings and it's mm-hmm. going to be great. Oh, yeah. yeah, as long as you're with somebody you love. Exactly. Do you have any wing stories? Anything interesting ever happened to you over a wing or a wing was present or maybe back from Illinois or did you eat wings back then? Or So when we were not dating, <laughs> in the cafeteria at SIUE, our, our, the school we went to, um, they had like one of those crappy little pizza huts that only had like the tiny pizzas and the, the really awful breadsticks. wings from the yes. freezer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So that was pretty much what everybody always ate because it was the only good thing in yeah. the cafeteria. And Lane and his girlfriend would always act too good for everybody and never sit next to us and when they not, ate their wings. That is not true. I was like whipped. <laughs> 
okay, like that that is not true. <laughs> oh, you would eat your wings, but you would still like, eat Let's the just wings. I'd be like, let's sit with everybody, and she's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, okay. What a bitch. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, we're fucking fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Lane was like eyeing us like, I want to go over there, but he wouldn't come over. Oh, I can see this. I can really <laughs> see this. It's so good you got, like, liberated from that then, though, because, like, somebody like you, you need to fly. You need to, like... She was a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> if you're watching this, Jenna, we're sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> I bet she, like, hate watches Facebook with you. She's like... Oh. She blocked us She blocked Facebook. all of us. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, she's not watching this. <laughs> she was there for the surprise of her life. I think the best part about that breakup was that she came to my apartment to get a bag of shit. And Brienne was like, I'm not leaving. And she was in the bedroom of a one-bedroom apartment. And, like... Hate me like your French girl. It was great. It was great. That was probably the best. Dang. Were you just staking your claim? You're like... Yeah, because she was totally going to come over and, like, try to make out with him. Like, that was what was happening. She was like, let me come over and get my stuff. Like, no. You're right. We know what we do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you don't want, even if you don't want somebody anymore, it's kind of like, I'll show them. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that was really fun and awkward. I wish I had the on-campus college experience. Lane is such a nice person. So, like, for him to actually break someone's heart is a really big deal. So... Someone had to be there to be the People asshole. have always left me. <laughs> I don't I don't leave people and I, I was a really it was really hard to get out of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I, I think it was just But it was the right thing to do. Absolutely. Okay. And we both knew uh, we both knew that it was time and that's what I wanted and, and I'm so glad I made that move. But yeah, the wings, that was probably one of our <laughs> <laughs> What flavor were they? Oh, weren't they like honey barbecue or something? They were like, like that? a standard crappy barbecue. They were like the worst wings you could ever have. <laughs> and they but didn't have boneless. Tr- just trying to get some protein, like, in this cafeteria. Yes. <laughs> it was seldom. <laughs> it was only, like, part of the cafe that was open until, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. Did you stay on campus a lot? Was there a town close to campus, or did you have to go far to get to anything Both lived on campus. Yeah, we both lived on campus, but we went to St. Louis a lot for, yeah. like, the partying and, like, going to bars and stuff. Everyone went to St. Louis for that. Was it close? Yeah, it was like maybe a 25-minute drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were about 20 minutes away. We were oh, like right like, across the river. We were right next to that border, yeah. I once drove over into Illinois when I got lost uh, the first time I was in St. Louis. <laughs> I was with my team leader at the time. She was so smart. She goes, so everyone just said, don't go to East St. Louis, whatever you do. Yeah. And we had a, like a 10 o'clock flight, and we're like, well, let's get dinner. We had all this time. Like, just don't go to East St. Louis. And this was before, like, GPS. You, we kind of had, like, MapQuest pages or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and the St. Louis roads are tricky, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you think you're going one way, and then you're like, oh, we are taking a complete different turn, and we're going to East St. Louis. And that's what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Um, so next thing you know, it's like, welcome to East St. Louis. And I was like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> Broken she windows. Goes, yeah, she goes, let's not just get off the freeway anywhere. Let's wait till we see an on-ramp on the other side of the freeway. Oh, there you go. Okay. Because one of the first exits was like Metropolis. You're in it once you get mm-hmm. off, I think. So we actually crossed over into Illinois, and then finally we saw one with an off-ramp. Got off. Boom, 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 boom. We still made our flight. It was an empty flight. It was so nice, and then we made oh, it home. Wow. But that was my weird St. Louis story. That's funny. Um, I was there in September... For work, but also the World Series of Comedy was going on, and it oh. was at Casino Queen. We went to yep. Casino mm-hmm. Queen for yeah, your yeah. birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, I'm, I was a little nervous to go because I was staying on the, like by Manchester, mm. and so it felt like quite a ride. I'm like, Mary, it's 25 minutes. Like At home, you would do that no problem, you know? And I was like, just go. But it was a little weird when you got off the freeway because it was like, where am I? It's not a grid, Mm-mm. you know, like it's here. It's not. Here, it's everything, if you learn it, you can figure it out there. And then I, I'm just happy that you guys didn't get lost in the cornfield mess because, like, once you get into the smaller towns, it's like, where am I? What am I doing? Like, here's a back road for miles and miles of nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, it, that's good, at least. <laughs> One of my friends had said it's because St. Louis was, it's an old town, so it was there and the roads were there, and then they put in freeways and stuff after Mm-hmm. Yes, and then during the um, Industrial Revolution, around that time frame, it became the slums. Oh. So there was a, there's a lot of history and a lot of culture in there as well with um, 
just people having trouble being able to make a better life for themselves. Yeah. So I think people are just very afraid of going down there because of the gangs, but it's actually not too bad. I think there was a really, there's a really weird club in East St. Louis. Was it the, the Oz? The Oz. Oh, yes. it's a fun place. It's, it's very fun. <laughs> I like Is it. that like one that <laughs> Stefan would review? He's like, Oz, it's got everything. <laughs> Everybody gets some ruby slippers. Like, <laughs> and when you pick them Oz together three Lewis. times, three midgets, like, <laughs> spin around or whatever. And you don't get shot. It's going to be fine. Yeah, if you don't get shot, it's a good time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> St. Louis isn't my favorite city, but I have a lot of friends from there, so I do like it. But Wow, okay. I didn't, I didn't expect to go there, but that's a good, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. I did, but that helps put it into perspective to your college life. Yeah, very different. I had a different, I mean, I lived with my parents in college and I commuted because okay. I went to San Diego State. And so it was like, it was like driving from like, what would that be like? It was like a 45 minute drive on the freeway. Yeah. And then, but I would schedule my classes on days I didn't work or I'd schedule work around my classes. That's nice. And then, so I was either going to school or working, but I didn't have that on campus just kind of being independent. Mm -hmm. I was very jealous of the people who did, though. But my last year at San Diego State, my parents had moved to Arizona already, oh. so I got to live, I got to move out of their house, because in California, nobody moves out of their parents' house, because it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. And I had an apartment in Pacific Beach, and I got to, and then I took a, believe it or not, I worked at Men's Warehouse, and we had sabbatical. I could take five weeks off once what? you worked there for five years. Can you believe that? There you go. So I took my sabbatical, and I took, five weeks off and I got to just be a college student and that was really neat That's for a month. Awesome. Yeah, I took summer school actually yeah. to, so I could hurry up and graduate and like, that, and that was enough I guess. I don't know. I think with idle time I'd get in trouble. I could totally use a sabbatical right now. I wish we had that where <laughs> we work. I would, I would travel and do comedy. There you I would go. love that. I mean, I'm trying to do that now. Yeah. I'll follow you around. I'd be so excited. Yeah. We can be your groupies. <laughs> Thanks. Um... So, yeah, I've got a show coming up. I'm going to Seattle next month, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm opening for Cisco Duran, really funny comic. Really he opens for Carlos Mencia, so you know he's funny. No, um, they're funny, and uh, I've been looking forward to that, but it's probably going to be cold there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it would be. Ugh. Sorry. All You're going to have a blast. All the food is going to be like, great. Wear a jacket. <laughs> yeah, so i got to find something stylish, because you don't want, I don't want to look at you Take We're really shopping. fun to shop with, so if you yeah. ever want to shop with oh. us, let us know. Okay. I love it. I'll I pretty like much just shop at Torrid page. now, it seems. Oh. I like Torrid, Old Navy. I like H&M. I don't think I can fit into H&M. This is H&M. I don't like H&M. Their clothes fit weird. I th yeah, I think they're a little weird. Maybe I uh, have a weird shaped body. I like Kohl's. I, <laughs> I, I shop you everything shop at Kohl's. Everything's from Kohl's. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. Kohl's, it... How did we get into this network? Oh, God. <laughs> I love that we go in a thousand directions. It's I know. Well, uh, no, that's JCPenney's has the Sephora inside, which I like, and it's totally weird. But Kohl's is like what Mervyn's used to be. It's like exactly the same as Mervyn's. Do you ever yeah. go in Mervyn's? No, no, but I've heard of it. It's just like Kohl's, basically. Yeah. It's like, like everything. Kohl's. Yeah. I get all my work clothes at Kohl's, too. Well, that makes sense, because yeah. you wear slacks. Yeah. Yeah. And shirts. I'm pretty basic. Yeah. Also, what I like about Kohl's, especially in the men's department, is that like nothing ever changes. So I can get the same freaking shirt. <laughs> 10 Eighteen years in a row. In a row. That's menswear. That's menswear right? for it's you. It's unbelievable. Where I, mean, I can't it, get the same socks anywhere. And since it I transitioned, that's interesting to me. Like it just blows my mind. Do you do you like that? So I mean, I'm thinking about as transitioning. Like, do you like menswear? Like that's your world. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But but it fits weird. Like but it, they have the same struggles because there's this expect. And I know that sounds weird, but like the struggle of like they expect you to have like the six pack and have a really thin waist. Mm -hmm. So like every time I wear like a large shirt, like it's like really big up at the top. But then like I can like barely fit into it at the bottom, and I'm like, what's happening? Like. So <laughs> I worked at Men's Warehouse for ten years. I know all about this. Yeah. It's a like with suits. It's a six inch drop from the shoulders to the waist so like kind of a very average person would be if you're a 42 jacket you're a 40 39 38 37 36 34 waist now if you're an eight or a 10 inch drop you're really athletic because that v now is a, mm -hmm. a steeper right or if you're a four inch drop now you're getting into portly or executive cut oh how fancy but this sounds terrible <laughs> because really it's you're still like a normal person it's just you know how 
How you know, you shape out. yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's why menswear is the way it is. Is like you're most of the time, you know, if you're a 38, if you're a 40 waist, you're a 40 all day long, and you can buy things almost anywhere. Yeah. But then there's places like H and M and Express that are really slim cut, so you you know that becomes difficult. But it's a lot easier to find clothes, I would say. Um, you know, transitioning. I'm about four years into my transition as of a couple of days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Um, and uh, they say that it takes about five years because you go through puberty again. Oh. So. Um, once you hit your five-year mark, like, your your body changes. Like, your hips change. Your bone structure changes. So, like... Do you have pains? Do, do you have, like, growing pains? No. I think I'm just a little grouchy sometimes. And I think it's because of that. Okay. Um, but I think I'm hitting the latter You definitely end of it. eat like a teenager. I do eat like a teenager. Oh. And my acne. <laughs> the acne's a thing. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's like you're going through puberty. Your oil mm-hmm. production goes up. It's really weird. It's it's weird to go through puberty twice. <laughs> so. Well, the first time you don't even know you're going through it. It's yeah. like, what is happening to mm-hmm. me? You just feel awkward all the time. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's fun stuff. I like that. Thank you for sharing and being so candid with me. And it's um, like when you know people and you love people who are going through this, it makes the like the stuff you see on TV, the political, all that more real. Mm -hmm. So I think it's easy for people to go like, oh, that's, you know, like not not vote that way, not advocate that way because they don't know anybody. It's not it's not you know, in their world. But mm-hmm. then when you have a friend and people you love and care about, then it's like, no, I need to make sure for the sake of my friends, you know, that I'm voting and I'm I'm acting this way. Or, you know, it just makes it more real. Mm-hmm. And also for people who are haters, it's like, you can't hate what's right in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with we're very divisive right now in our in our country. And it's like, it's weird. People talk about all this hate, but I'm like, Wait, what am I trying to say? Like, you, it's it, when it's out there, but it's like when it's in front of you. Like, people are really. They, it's hard to to hate somebody who's right in front of you and that you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just some things I think about. We've talked about on this podcast before and stuff with other issues, but it's. And I will say, like, as someone that is very like an advocate for LGBT community, and I always have been, even when Lane wanted to tr- tr- transition, I was actually very against it at first um, because. I didn't know if they would change his personality or, you know, who would come out on the other end, you know, because mm. I've heard of some trans men, like, they go over the top and are really trying to prove their masculinity and things like that. And I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't want Lane to become this other person that I didn't well, know. He still has another year to go before you know? we really know <laughs> what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. But so that happens? So what happens? You have, like, a total douche then? Um, some some people do, and I yeah. I have a theory that it's it's usually people who are single, like if they don't have a stable support system or a stable relationship, or even if it's just family or friends, um, they they try to compensate for you know like that that empty feeling of that transitioning to. You know, they, they they jump around and it becomes it becomes. They have a lot to prove. It feels like yeah, and the masculinity roles and expectations change. Like you know, at first I was like, Ugh, I don't like body hair. Well, guess what? My jeans suck, and I do have body hair, and I have it everywhere, and I hate it. You know, but like you know, being able to find that happy balance and figure out what makes you happy. But mm-hmm. it's it. There's parts of it that you expect, and then there's parts of it that you're like, oh, like, I wasn't expecting that. And I think in combination with my ADHD, mm. that's also very hard, because that's changed a lot, too, since I've transitioned. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm not taking my medication, I'm a dick, mm-hmm. you know, and... Huh. and You've and, got some rage yeah, sometimes. Th- there's definitely more frustration. Yeah. And I also noticed, like, my thought process has changed. Like, and, you know, like, we make jokes about men and how they're single-minded, and they don't think, and they can't multitask, but... but I've experienced that. I mean, like, since I've been on hormones, like, I can't multitask like I used to. Like, there's, like, I can only have so much conversation. Like, oh. things, things have changed. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. So a lot of these things that we've always just, you know, these are male traits. They're more physiological. Yeah. And, like, ingrained in them that we don't give them credit for. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some things that legitimately, like, I feel like I'm out of control. 
with some things, but but the majority of things, like I'm still myself. I haven't changed. So when I get it mad yeah. at a guy for not calling me or not texting me, it's not really They're really, really his stupid fault. and they're really not thinking uh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. That's the thing, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's it's really weird because you know when I started to take te- uh, testosterone, I was like, nah, like that's not true. And then when I jumped into it, and I was like, I- I'm realizing that this is actually a thing. Right. Like, like you don't cry at all anymore. I don't cry anymore. Like, oh. And I used to cry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It, there's something there, and, it, and it's not that I'm doing it on purpose or trying to do it. Like, I told her, I was like, what do you want from me? Like, I can't cry. Like, you know, and it's... Is that a requirement to be with you? No. No. I just like it when he's emotional. It's an objective You know, now, I like him being himself, and I've always known Lane to be emotional, so... Right. And I am. It, I think it's the... It's just there's a lack of some stuff. Yeah. So at what point you said you were kind of against it? Mm-hmm. Like at what point did you go, okay, let's, we're doing this? So, so it's a really weird story because, I don't know. So when we first started dating, we actually got engaged after just being together for a month. And then, you know, at that point, Lane already was going by Lane and was using they, them pronouns. And he really wanted to pursue testosterone. He, like he's been seeing a counselor. Like they've had a lot of conversations around it. It just makes like sense to be the next step. But we were having a lot of conversations around it because I was really scared of him not being Lane, like the Lane that I knew at that mm-hmm. time. And it was important to me to make sure that you felt like mm-hmm. you and I were felt like in it. I felt like we were really walking into the dark, like taking a shot on this. Like I'm engaged to this person, and they're talking about changing everything about them. So that was really scary. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just weird because I can actually remember the moment when I changed my mind. We were in a drive-through. We were in the Arby's. We were, no, it was McDonald's. It was, a, it was McDonald's. We were getting ice right next to each other. Yeah. yeah, we were getting yeah. ice cream cones at McDonald's, and I'm sitting there while Lane's paying because he he was driving, yeah. and I literally was thinking, who the fuck am I to stop this person from being who they want to be? Like it doesn't make sense. It's not fair. And even if we don't get married eventually, like this is not right. So, as he's paying, I was literally like, Lane, you need to start testosterone. And then I just looked at her and I was like, what? Like, and I was like, we hadn't talked about it in months, I think, no, at that point. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, no, I can't hold you back from this, and you just got to do it. If this is what you want to do, you got to do it. And that was it? That's really beautiful. And what, a couple of weeks later, we went together. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of trouble with my insurance. My dad, during that time, was very not supportive, mm-hmm. and and it was, it, was, it was hard. I, I mean, we've moved a long way since then, but I remember, like, you were there with me the whole time. Like, I needed to have his social and our... Um, my, my card to be able to go in there and she was with me and I think that was one of the last times I really did cry mm-hmm. um, because like I, I thought that I wasn't going to be able to make it happen and we had gone so far with that but we've been through a lot together with that yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys are I mean that's that's so how amazing of you to just have that selfless uh, realization you know, uh, that I think that's really beautiful and you're really the epitome of like support and strength and it's I'm kind of like so excited to see the things you'll do because you're so strong together. Um, it's really beautiful, and I'm so proud to just be your friends and stuff. So thanks. Oh my gosh, stop! I know, I know. <laughs> this is too much. And I'm still alone. And I just it's okay. We I'm love you. We're we gonna you. find you somebody, Mary. We will be your groupies. It's yeah. Gonna be great. Oh, we'll always yeah. be in your corner. You see this bitch? This is Mary Upchurch. Thank She's you, great. you guys. <laughs> you like that I just turned it on me? I'm That's like, right. Poor no. me. I love it. I we love you. So you know what? We're solid and no. we're ready. We're no, ready to advocate for everybody. No, that is really great. I can't wait to see the things that you do because of that. So um, speaking of that, let's, as we kind of wrap up a little bit, what do you want? What would you like in the next one to three years? Like, let's vision board it because it always comes true. When we put it out there, it happens. I wanted to, this year, for this year, I wanted to go to more festivals. I wanted to do comedy out of state. And now mm-hmm. I've done it multiple times. Um, that's exciting. And yeah. more to come. Good. Yeah. Um, I'll show you behind me. I've got kind of like my planning and stuff like that for oh 2020. Gosh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Um, so what do you want? Let's start with you, Brianne. What would you like to have personally, professionally, like whatever? Personally, I would love for us to save up to get a house. I really want to get a house closer to, to work. Um, I really hate driving on the interstate because it feels like a numbers game every day. So I would yeah. love to avoid that. You have some very bad drivers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Professionally, I just really want to work more towards the people side of things. Um, I do right now, but I want to be more so in the future. I don't really know what that looks like because yeah. work is always changing, but yeah. that's where I want to go. That's great. And it shall happen. Zing. If I had like a wand, like bing. <laughs> and so it is. What about you, Lane? Um, that's actually a very good question. Um, 
I think that I would really like to just spend more time figuring out the things that I like to do outside of work. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, just with studying for my series the past year and not having a life outside of work with that, it would be nice to really, like, rediscover what my hobbies are and what I'm doing. Um, and then I, I really want to just continue to work with people and uh, getting a house would be awesome. So Like, builds, yeah. keep building that life. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. That's so good. Yeah. What about you, Mary? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. It's funny because I feel like, like I said, things have really happened and like all, a lot of cool stuff has happened this year. I'm like, well, what can I do next year? Mm -hmm. um, I just want to keep going with comedy. I want to get more feature work, like which is like doing 25, 35, 40 minutes opening for somebody. So I want to be like a solid feature. Mm. I want to work more out of state. And, yeah, I want to get hired at more clubs all around. And hopefully have enough time off to do it. like, mm -hmm. Or work from home and then do comedy at night, you know, or mm -hmm. something like that. I love it. You got I think this. So. You're going to be so good. Oh, my gosh. You're great. You. We're going to come to everything that we can. We I'm will. so inspired. <laughs> like, when you guys leave, I'm going to just start writing. And you're like, so awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. you you're, you're just so energizing. And you do the same. I know. I know that you're you, such a you positive person. You think we person. give you energy? Like, I know. No. We're, this like, is... ready. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. Um, that just shows how you have to have the right people around you so that you can be your best self because, like, how, how much more productive is it to be around somebody saying, hey, you're, you give me energy, you're great, versus, like, nah, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's nice. Like, how is that productive? Or, okay, fine, I'll just sit here and not do anything. Like, yeah. go do something. Mm -hmm. Throw it against the wall and see what sticks, you know? And it's, that's, I mean, I, I, oh, I feel so energized. I'm like, yeah. Gotta support each other's dreams. Absolutely. So I think we'll call this episode um, "Spicy Barbecue." Love it. With Lane and Brienne. Love it. That I'm digging it. Yeah. One of these days I have to do some new flavors of wings. <laughs> but we did. We had some really good wings. You need to get the pineapple one. The pineapple flavor. We need to at make this a date. Burger rehab. Yeah, it's, it's gonna so be beautiful. Good. Yes. Do a part two. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for being here. This has been fantastic. Um, you guys don't do like public social media like comics do so i won't is there anything you want to plug um no they're like no nope. <laughs> we're private maybe citizens. someday we'll <laughs> develop some kind of podcast or something who knows that would be fun i post inspirational quotes on facebook that's oh, right oh you're one of those <laughs> i am one of those oh no i like yours though okay. actually yours are really good they're not like yeah they're not i don't like, like the cheesy i like the oh wow i feel like i need to go do that now yeah they're more inspirational like the energy like, yeah, they're not like the ones your mom does. Not your mom, but a mom. Like. A mom would. Yeah. Specific target. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, Well, Mary. me, you can find me at Mary Upchurch on Instagram or Phoenix Funny all over the place. Um, uh, coming up, we've got shows in Seattle that I'm so excited about. Um, so we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.